Hello. Hello. Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Elo. Today we are doing the dramatic reading of Chapter 4. I'm Eleanor. And I'm Keegan. I am so excited for this chapter, too, because I was just reading a little bit right now, and I can't wait to hear all of the red flags that come out. Um, so I also want to point out up to this point that I've had a lot of people come and tell me that they have the same exact Carly and that they've been just like overwhelmed with the related, you know, aspects of basically just the healing of all these suffering hearts out there. And I wanted anybody to know and everybody to know that if, they want any parts of their stories mentioned that I think that that would be a good thing to incorporate too as we go just you know bits and pieces here and there to show that there are other stories that are just like this from all over the world it's not just mine yeah it sounds good so all right let's see we last chapter we oh yeah okay Carly needed us to pay the $75 thrush medical bill for Lauren. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yes. Okay, so that was the bill that we couldn't see, but right. that we, like, okay. And then at the end, she let us know that it was a bill that she had not even physically received yet. Right. And so I was like, okay, whatever. So she needed us to pay the whole thing. And instead she had sent us a picture of her bank account instead of the bill. Which was weird. <laughs> Which was weird. Right. And so it was like, okay, whatever, whatever. And up to this point, I mean, I feel like I've been pretty transparent on the fact that we've been paying for a ton of stuff, almost yeah. everything. But she was continuing to broadcast to anyone that would listen that Travis was not helping her out and because we weren't going through the disbursement office at this point right? because of the pending child support stuff. So we're in February of 2016 and Carly, she let Travis know that there wasn't daycare all week for Lauren and that he needed to take the girls during the day, which is fine, except she asks him to babysit the kids for her. So that part bothers me <laughs> no end because like unquestionably Travis is not a babysitter like okay at this point maybe I would fall under that category but like he, there's no reason that right. he needs to be you know like you need to watch or babysit your kids it's like no you just need to parent so that's what it's called <laughs> so Let's see. Uh, this used to be okay. Court over and over. So she keeps telling me that I'm too involved in all the decision making. So I had taken a step back. And this comes up multiple times. Like over and over I get told by her that I'm too involved with like the decisions and that Travis and her need to be making these decisions alone. Which I mean that's fine. Like especially at this point in the relationship to Travis right. and I and my relationship to the girls I mean it was it was okay to figure out like those boundaries as we go I'm not going to pretend like there's any like definitive lines 
or any guide to help you know where those are when you're starting out. But I mean, it was almost like the more involved I was, I was being reprimanded because like, you know, they're not my kids, but then the less involved I was, I was being reprimanded because like, I knew what I was getting into and I need to be more helpful because I'm dating somebody that has kids. Right. And so I was kind of like, I there's a, always there's like a line that you teeter. Yeah. But it's like a dangerous game of tug of war. And like, sometimes it's really helpful that everybody likes when, you know, I come into the situation and I like diffuse something and I take control and I make the decision that everybody's like, yeah, thank you. And then if I do that same exact thing, like 24 hours later, everybody loses their mind and they're like, back off. I'm like, what? Right. Well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so we did write her the check for $75. And no, we never did see that bill. So we went to the bank. We dropped it off for her, like, the day that we went into town to get the kids. Regardless of all this, you know, like, back support will get you soon enough. Threats, like, we just, whatever. It was a bill that obviously needed to be paid for. She had asked for it four times we had asked for the copy four times so it was like okay whatever like here's the 75 dollars. let's just be done with this right so we spent the weekend with the kids and after she had gotten the money from us like there was like three blissful days of silence like there were no issues we dropped them back off everything was fine And we had planned to head to central Montana for the weekend to see some of my college friends and some family of mine. And we planned this specifically on not Travis's time. So we planned this long extended weekend on Carly's parenting time so that we wouldn't miss any of Travis's days. Right. Right. Which makes sense. I mean, that to me is like, well, yeah, if you don't have to have responsibility of the kids on those days, why would you plan uh, vacation. Right. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we get to Montana and we're like, I mean, we're two, maybe 300 miles away. And Carly starts calling and texting Travis like nonstop. And she thinks that Lexi's appendix burst. So I get it. If you're legit panicking because there's like something super serious emergency happening, like, okay, like freak out, of course. Like I would probably be freaking out too, but she's sending pictures of Lexi like crippled over like fetal position on the floor and asking Travis what she should do. Go to the doctor. Yeah. And so Travis is like, I am five hours away like go to the er yeah i mean the apparent yeah i don't know i mean it was just like you i mean we're already in such a helpless position because like there's there could possibly be a true emergency happening but like there's absolutely nothing that we could do for her during this point like it's like okay we're gone this was a plan i'm sorry like happening her her family is way closer they're older, right. they're wiser. And I mean, she's living, like, with her family. Like, she's in her dad's house. 
like living with like her brother and and so like this whole thing i was just like right so she clearly didn't think the appendix burst if she hadn't already taken her to the er like if your kids (laughs) if you seriously think it's your appendix burst you would immediately take them to the er you would think i wouldn't right i would text travis and say lexi's in the er (laughs) i'll I'll keep you updated I'll yeah, keep you exactly. updated, but something happened. I don't know if her appendix was or something, but we're here now. I'll keep you updated. I know you're out of town. Exactly. I mean, no, we're getting, like, <clears throat> legit pictures of her, like, on the kitchen floor. I can still see that text in my head. And she's, like, you know, she's been like this for 20 minutes, and I don't know what to do. And I was freaking out because I'm, like, why is she still at home? Like, what? Like, we've already been talking about this for 20 minutes, and now we're getting a picture that she hasn't even left the house yet. And I was like, right. what is happening? So they get to the ER. Actually, Travis calls his mom, and he's like, can you go to town, like, with Carly and Lexi and get them there? Like, I'm not even home, whatever. So Lorraine goes into town to help which was amazing because it was already, if I remember, it was like pretty late in the evening. It was getting to be like eight, nine, ten o'clock, I think, if I remember right. So that was super helpful. And Carly's like sending pictures of Lexi like on the hospital bed. And she's like captioning all these like, I hate when you're not here for the IV part. Which, again, I understand wanting help, but Stuff like that continues to be twisted and it feels like a really bad I miss you text. Yeah. Why would you send that? I just. Is that an update that's like necessary or is that like a I wish you were here? No, I I feel like it's a I want attention at this moment. Okay. That's kind of what I was like vibing to because I'm like, I don't. That's just. I mean. His mom is there helping. Right. So it's not like she's... Not the help she wanted, but the help she needed. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Lexi ends up being dehydrated. She's given fluids. Um, everything's fine. I mean, kids are weird. You can't blame anyone for, like, a dehydration unless it's happening in, like, excess or something. But, like, I specifically do not think Carly did something on purpose no, to harm her child or, like... I mean, kids, they're just, they're kids. Sometimes they don't slow down to take, you know, enough water during the day. And suddenly, you know, it's been maybe a couple of days without enough and you end up in this situation. But it, this has only happened one time. So this is like, there's no yeah. mom shaming. We all kids have those moments. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, after a little bit, everybody, you know, simmered down everybody got to where they were going and everything ended up being okay it was just kind of like the initial knee-jerk reaction to it that I was kind of like I don't know like move faster like what are we doing like go 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 like if something's really wrong and you're genuinely concerned that there's like an appendix bursting inside your kid like go yeah (sighs) so the next day she texted us and let us know that she needed $270 for the daycare bill. So we just specifically had paid a $300 daycare bill. Daycare yeah. that wasn't available for one week. So <laughs> yeah, 
I'm right. so confused. This daycare. No, we're I know. We need a deep dive on this daycare. And I know. Stop saying it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come up for an like with a name for her. But I can't remember when she, we switched to a different facility that was like an actual facility later. That's not like this at home lady, and it goes way smoother later. But like looking back on some of this, I'm like, damn. That you're right. Like, why didn't we have daycare all week? And now there's a two hundred and seventy dollar bill due for what? I'm so confused about this place. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so we had just paid a birth medical bill for Lauren, and then we had just paid the seventy five dollars for the the whatever other bill, like four days ago. And so at this point, like, we already had talked to her about paying for stuff twice with back support and like she obviously didn't care and so it was like the finance aspect was just this constant struggle and it even is now to this day like even when stuff is going through the disbursement office and stuff was just like it's all accounted for like it's still a struggle to this day so even back then like when there wasn't any of this like true accountability on each side besides like the actual check carbon copy to prove like where money went i mean it's just chaos all the time right so okay yes he'll write her a check directly for the daycare bill and he told her i remember like like literally remember this it's like ringing in my head he said when this comes up in court and this comes up with child support, like, you need to acknowledge that I've been paying these bills directly to you and not through child support. And she nodded her head and agreed and said, yeah, that's fair. And so I remember, like, being like, okay, there's no way that can be misunderstood. Like, I feel like you guys just need to have, like, a body cam. Fuck. <laughs> I feel like my life needs a body cam. So, (laughs) yeah, it's like, wait a second. Even the documentation, I mean, some of the questions that come into, like, my inboxes and stuff, people are like, there's no way. I'm like, (laughs) Yahweh. I'm like, just wait. It gets worse. Just wait. So, we get to Monday, and it's Carly's Monday, but there's another puking kid. So, I get it. Again, Kids get sick that you can't plan like your whole life around, you know, somebody having a fever or somebody puking. Like it's always at the most inconvenient time, I swear. But it's her day and we had just gotten back from Montana. So we had arranged like to line everything up so that we could go get Lauren from school or from daycare, but that Lexi could still get to preschool tomorrow. So Mm. we're trying to like juggle all of this in like a you know win-win scenario here trying to save everybody a little bit of like the chaotic 7 a.m rat race and carly you know she basically said like she doesn't she can't call in sick okay fine so like we'll come get the kids whatever this will make it work so this is the text if you scroll down this so we're on february 29th 2016 and I said this is me to Carly I said do you want us to keep Lauren tonight 
because we'll be back earlier than planned due to weather. And then you can have both kids tomorrow when we drop Lexi off or something. Just figured it would save time if you wanted. If not, I can just meet you in the a.m. So she says, uh, yeah, she can. I'm going to come out to see her, though, after work. So, so that she can part... stay, but Carly's going to come see her after work. Got it. Okay, so I immediately had texted Travis, and I was like, because uh, I told her at the time, like, over text, I was like, oh, okay. But, like, internally, I'm, like, panicking, and I was like, uh, Travis, like, she intends to, like, come over and, like, hang out, and I'm here by myself, like, I'm not really comfortable with that, and especially, oh, like, with the stage that. of our, right, okay, so I, I mean, I get it, you want to see your kid, your kid is sick, like, this is supposed to be your parenting day, but, like, I don't really want you to come over to my house when I'm here by myself, and, like hanging yeah like hanging out i don't know i just was so i told him i was like no bro <laughs> i was like i'm not super comfy with this so yeah. I, like but i wanted him to tell her no i didn't want to yeah. tell her no <laughs> so <laughs> and i mean it was just like a few days ago i think we talked about this in the last chapter like she had just been telling travis that lexi thinks that we aren't dating because of Eleanor. So, like, I don't know where the clear boundaries are still. No matter how many times we, like, lay down boundaries, like, stuff is so muddled. I just felt like we needed a really clear separation and having Carly over to the house to hang out was, like, not a clear line of separation. Right. So, I was like, no, no, no. So, Travis texts her and he's like, hey, you know, basically, like, this you know, I don't cool jets. want <laughs> right. Like I'm not real comfortable like with you coming over to hang out, but like we'll bring Lauren down to the farm to grandma's house. Remember, this is one mile away. Right. And you can go down to the farm and see her before supper. And then we have like one extra person for like accountability. Right. So, like, any third-party witness, it just happens that, like, grandma's, she's right there. Like, I just feel like it would be, you know, it's confusing for everybody. So, like, let's just separate it and, like, keep it at the farm, and then it would be fine. So, she gets stupid pissed. I mean, stupid pissed. And tells Travis she's coming to get Lauren then. So, wait, because... My issue is not with her seeing her kid. My issue was just, like, where we were doing this. Right. And so Travis tells her, he's like, I was just in central Montana for the last few days. I planned this entire weekend around being home. And now, like, I get that she was sick on your day, but, like, now it's coming into my time. And, like, I thought this would work for everybody. You know, I don't really want you in my house. It's too confusing for Lexi especially and like we're not comfortable so you need to put everything you know like we need to look at the bigger picture right so she tells Travis you need to put shit aside this isn't confusing for the kids at all wait what shit aside her what being sh- in our house it's not her house right that so 
no, fuck off. So, I mean, like, whether you believe, like, it's not confusing for the kids or that it is confusing or, like, whoever's right or wrong in this scenario, like, it, <laughs> you want the kids to be the ones with the clearest boundaries and they're the ones that you can't explain this kind of stuff in depth to. So the visual like spending quality time together in the family home as like a group at the very beginning here, like it just wasn't, I don't know. It's weird. So yeah, it was, that's why I was trying, like we were trying both. We were both trying very hard. Separate. But she wanted to take Lauren back and now she had full intentions of having somebody else watch Lauren the next day that was like a friend of Carly's because that her day like technically extended into the next morning and we wouldn't get her back until like the next day. So even though she was already in my house, she was sick, so she could not go to daycare. She was going to come pick her up take her to town, give her to a friend because she can't go to daycare until Travis's time started later that same day. That's ridiculous. Okay. So here's how that all pans out. (laughs) So now that that's (laughs) like thoroughly confusing at this point. So if you scroll back to that screenshot, so here we go. So she texts me and she goes, Hey, my friend who I lined up to watch the kids that are sick, my, now my friend is sick. So my friend can't take the sick kids either. Oh. So I'm like, convenient. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like I'll come get the kids. So I, at 7.30 in the morning, I race back into town to the gas station to meet her and get the kids. So (laughs) it was literally like, I wanted like a round of applause by the end of it. I was just like, wow, that was totally worth the amount of juggling for like the past, like 24 hours for me to end up with the same kid that I originally was trying to keep because Everybody was sick and it was chaotic and I was just trying to keep like the less amount of trips back and forth, especially with a sick kid. Like, but here we are. And gas. And gas. (laughs) So it's like, uh, like, whatever. All right. So we end up having to get the kids back. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) And there was like this literal cordial small talk that lasted like a whole nine seconds we went our opposite ways like I wasn't a brat even though I wanted to be like I told you so you know like yeah, how convenient you know, oh, here we are again you know interesting how this played out but you know and she was I mean we were both civil I got everything back like how it was supposed to be in the first place and it all went back to normal after that but like there was no like hey sorry i was a dick about that like thanks for ending up with the 7 a.m rat race that we tried to avoid like there was no i don't know there was no discussion on it it's just like we just continue to swing from like one mood swing to the next one without anybody 
even saying anything about it, I guess. Yeah, I don't think she thinks of it that way, though. Interesting. Elaborate. I think she genuinely is, like, in her head is, is uh, like, uh, she's, like, it's, in her head, she thinks it's just ridiculous that she couldn't just come and do this. And, yes, I understand the mood swing. I don't understand why she got so angry. But then, like, this friend getting sick and everything, I think she genuinely thinks, like, oh, this was unfortunate. Well, thank God they can do this. And it wasn't, like, a thank you. It was just, like, a this has to happen and you're my only option. I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Interesting. Very, for you, yes. I've definitely been on this side of things happening where I'm like, well, if we would have just done it my way, maybe this wouldn't have happened. But not everyone thinks the way I think. If we would have just done this my way, it made more sense when I <laughs> when uh, I said it out loud. It's very frustrating. All right. I'm having a struggle bus with my mic real quick. Can you hear that? I know. I'm sorry. My whole life is a struggle bus. So March 6th now is where we're at. So Carly asks Travis if a Wednesday visit was okay for this week and next week since uh, since we would have the girls a lot because she's going back down to Denver for another vacation. So she was trying to like adjust the schedule. Brandy. <laughs> I don't, was he still here? I can't even remember. Yeah, he must be if she's going back down there. I honestly, yeah, it must be Randy. <laughs> so uh, obviously Travis is just like stuck agreeing with her like at this point you know you can't really say no to anything because she she will obviously like line up babysitters in town if you know she just gets mad so you're like all right sounds good so she tells and then she tells him again she says i'm not getting back any of my nice clothes that i sent to your house like can you make sure that you're washing the outfits that I send them in for like the weekends that they're there and like make sure they come home in them. Which again is, I mean, that's fine. That's not asking yeah. too much, but it's like, it, I mean, we had been trying to do that specifically, but the way she says it makes it sound like the stuff that we send them in is so, I don't Bad. know, like, yeah, like just like poor. lousy, I guess. Yeah, poor, like, disheveled cheap clothes i don't know and i mean the stuff that she was getting is like the same brands of you know stuff that we had so i was kind of always confused about that part but whatever so we get let's see a couple days later we get to our wednesday visit and carly told travis she would be that lauren would be at the babysitter's house okay so this is the ransom front lady front steps lady like the 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 psycho daycare gal (laughs) i wish i had come up with a name for her so she's also she's awful i hate this lady carly tells uh travis that she has a check for him for her half of daycare again and she needs us to pick it up and bring it to the daycare for her so my question here is like why 
why is it I mean you just dropped the kids off with this lady like six hours ago why could you not send a check six hours ago right like it's continuing like we have to chase everything down to get everything where it needs to go and it kind of feels like we're like these little errand boys you know we're just like racing around and like I mean you were just there and you're there every day I mean every week every day so it's like okay why are you really forgetting to do this or is this just like a power struggle where you want to make it known that when you have errands to run like that we have to just run your errands I feel like I've dealt with people like that and they just think that it's okay like just to ask people to do that like oh I forgot to do it oh I'll just get so and so to do it instead of being like all right I'll I'll get off work and I'll do that right away and then I'll go do what I need to do right it's more of a just guess depends on others more than you're expecting her to especially after she treats Travis this way and there's no real consequence for legitimately right. forgetting to do things like it's been just really easy up to this point to be like oh crap like I really did forget to do this like I really will just have Travis do it for me because he always does right right so we get back to the daycare gal's house and she we had to pay 25 <laughs> yes so we what? give we literally like he was standing on the steps like she has like this porch and he's trying to hand her the check like his check not Carly's check he's trying to hand her his half because we didn't go get her check so just one check's in his hand and she still stops him and says you owe $25 in addition to this half of daycare what? So what would happen if you didn't pay this twenty five dollars? I don't know. Like I honestly don't know. I'm gonna name her name is Gail. Gail, okay. Gail. <laughs> Take care, ladies. Gail. Uh, all right. So I mean, I can't really tell if she's like conniving or if she's just brilliant. But she's I mean, not she was, brilliant. I don't know. I mean, if you have. You can clearly see parent A and parent B not communicating to each other and you're charging them separate fees like on a swivel. That's kind of brilliant to me. I mean, it it kind of impresses me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not impressed with her at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hope you're listening, so, Gail, because I'm not impressed with you. Not impressed with you. Uh, so, you know, he, you know, he shows up. He... He walks up to the child vending machine. He puts in his money. He gets his kids, you know, they come rolling out of the bottom. And I, I mean, one of these days I wish I could jump out from behind like a wall and be like, I got you, you know, and just like punch her in the vagina. And then like, oh my God. I know. And just say, you know why? And then I run away <laughs> just like really fast. Like, and then she, she never knows why, but like maybe in the back of her head, she's like, damn, I think that's the, <laughs> the lady that would come to the door and I'd she's charge like, $25 to. She's just nervous. She didn't know when you're coming back. <laughs> Always looking over her shoulder. She's right. like, oh my God. 
So, anyways, that got carried away. That was just my, uh, <laughs> that was an unresolved vendetta I apparently have. But we had a nice day with the kids. You know, I mean, the, they showed up. They didn't have socks, shoes, sippy cups, whatever. The super trustworthy daycare, Gail, said that, you know, that this is just how the kids have been sent by Carly. So I don't know how much I take into consideration what Gail has to say, but. Gail's a liar. I mean, if Carly can't remember to drop off checks, like maybe Carly can't remember to put shoes and socks and bring. No, Gail's stealing them and selling them out of the back of the game. Ooh, intriguing. Intriguing. I kind of like that. She probably has like all these different side hustles. Just going on. Clearly. That's where all the shit comes out. Like, every time I grab the diaper bag and I'm like, wow, really? Like, I swear I put sunscreen in here. I swear I had extra diapers. And she's just got, like, this backdoor side hustle. Yeah. Obviously. The kids are sewing knockoff Levi's during daycare. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we get to Friday. Um, Carly came out to get the girls. And she was in our driveway and she, like had parked and she gets out and she's following Travis around asking him about the dog Mac. Mac, Mac, Mac. Mac, Mac, Mac. So Travis at this point, he's like walking like from the mudroom to her car, like strapping in a kid, walking back to the mudroom, to the car, grabbing the next kid, strapping him in, walking to the mudroom, to the car to grab like the diaper bags and everything. And she's, like, right on his tail, like, back and forth. I'm watching this whole thing. And she's like, what kind of dog food are you feeding him? Oh, hi, Mac. Are you being good for daddy? Ooh, does he stay in a kennel all day or does he go down to the farm with you still? On and on and on. Literally, like, she doesn't even lift a finger besides to, like, pace right behind Travis as he's, like, getting everything, like, ready for her to take the kids. And so he turns around and he tells her. If you want the dog, you can have the dog. For the love of God, take the dog. Like, I don't care. Like, can you just bring me that gun back? You can have the dog. I'll give you the bed. Like, <laughs> whatever. Bring me the gun back and we can have this whole conversation, like, settled and we don't ever have to talk about it again. <laughs> and I she's forgot just about like, the gun. Yeah! Damn it. So... Whatever. He, like, you know, he walks her over to her car. He, like, police ducks her head into her driver's seat and he buckles her in. And then he, like, shoes her off the property. No, he didn't do any of that. I'm totally kidding. But she she finally is, like, leaving. And she's, like, barely pulled out of the driveway. And she's already texting him. And she tells him. Let's see. Where are we at? Okay, scroll down and see Friday, March 13th. Um, oh, I see the other one. She says, find out how much it would oh. be to get him fixed and I'll get him fixed. Like she'll pay for him to, like for us to fix the dog. Yeah. And, okay, I got you. Yes, 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 yes. And so, Travis... Oh, yeah, you want to be Travis, right? He's just like, He's just like we don't want him. So if you want him, just fix him. Take him in. Trade for that gun. 
she says, well, where am I going to have him? I'm not even going to get into it. So. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't so know why there's all these questions about this dog. And then it like continues like to be made. Ex- I mean, exorbitantly clear at this point in time that. We don't want the dog. You can have the dog. And then she keeps saying, well, I'm not even going to get into it. And it's like, well, we just spent the last 12 minutes talking about the dog. So it's like, what are you talking about? It's just her connection to Travis. Maybe. And that could be it. I don't know if it was just like always one reason to like continue to open up a conversation. I have no idea. But I mean, whatever. It's just. So. (laughs) On the 13th, Carly texts Travis and she lets him know, before I forget, I will have the kids until 8 p.m. and then I will meet you at the gas station. Uh, we just talked about this. Um, I told you, like, we were going to pick up the girls from school on Wednesday. Like, wasn't the whole discussion, like, that we needed the next couple weeks of Wednesdays because she was going to be gone and she didn't want to lose time. Right. So he tells her, he's like, well, we just talked about this, you know, like the Wednesday. And she says, I'm not so sure about that. So Travis scrolls up like, I mean, it wasn't even that far away. Screenshots the whole conversation and sends it back to her. And then all he responds at the bottom, he just says, we will be sticking to this plan. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And yeah. And so I mean, I don't even know how he's still such a patient person to this day, but like... <laughs> yeah, I'm confused about that as well. <laughs> right, I'm like, oh man, he had some really good one-liners. Like, there's some really catchy ones in there that <laughs> they should be famous for sure. So the next day, she texts him and she tells him, call me ASAP. So he texts her back and he's like, why? And she goes, we need to discuss a plan for the girls. No, it's already been discussed. <laughs> so Travis is like, we already discussed this. So he tells her again, I'm sticking to the plan and the schedule that you already set up. Like, there's no reason to have a third conversation about this. So she lets him know that her flight left tomorrow now and she needs him to come get the kids today, though. Not oh, great. Wednesday. When did her flight change? I I guess last minute. I have no idea. Like, she just literally let us know that, well, now she doesn't need just Wednesday. Like, now she needs today plus Wednesday plus the rest of the week. So, obviously, we, like, mad dashed everything and raced to go get the kids from Carly's parents' house. And, you know, just basically started our five days a day early since this whole thing just got you know rearranged because apparently she was leaving to go to Denver a day earlier than planned I mean I think she just does this to keep us on our toes which is great I mean she's like playing hot lava all the time that could be it too and over the next couple days she would just send like random pictures and say like show the girls this and it would be you know 
whatever she was doing for the day. And that's fine. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me at all. And so Travis, he would, he would show the kid, well, mostly just Lexi at this point and, you know, and show her the pictures of whatever she, like the picture out of the plane window, you know, like show Lexi this. And so Travis would show Lexi the picture of like the clouds from the plane and be like, this is what your mom's doing. Yeah. That's cute. So yeah. And that's fine. I feel like that's still within like the appropriate boundary of, communication so a couple days go by and she had not asked to specifically talk to the kids at this point but like two days go by of just like pictures randomly here and there saying show the kids this and she randomly texts travis and said seriously i better get to see my kids tonight seems a tad bit aggressive Yeah, so I mean, like, the appropriate amount of threat based on this being the first time you've asked to see the kids. So Travis is like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) So he, like, he he lets her FaceTime him, like, with no issues. There was, like, no, I, I don't know if there was, like, a bunch of miscommunication in between that on one end or the other, but there was never any, like, denying of FaceTiming video, whatever. And so we just like filled her demand on the spot. Like we do all the time. I run around like fix it Felix. I just like board up windows and (laughs) put bricks back where they go and, you know, hope for the best. So we kept the kids straight through the week and the weekend. And then she got home on the night of the 20th and she had to go to work the next day on Monday, the 21st. So Travis reached out and he let her know, like, we can either bring them to daycare the next morning or we can keep them until after you get off work. And then the kids don't have to sit in daycare all day, like when they're already here. So she was like, yeah, okay, you can keep them and I'll just meet you after work, which was great. Finally, one last day with Gail, which is, I guess, our new point of action here. So fucking Gail. The next day, we're at the 22nd of March. We had the kids still, and Carly was just now letting Travis know that she had to work late and would meet us at the gas station later. So Travis was like, okay, is that 8 or 8.30? So she's like, 8.30. I mean, that's that's excessively late to me, like, for a drop-off. I know. I mean, they should theoretically be in bed by like 7 30 or 8 i feel like that's an appropriate bedtime but so she's like can you make sure they're bathed like that they you know they're in pajamas and she's like i'll have my brother come pick them up so travis is like you know they had a bath today actually but like they're coming back in the same clothes that they were sent in because you wanted that because that was like a repeat issue, right? So, I mean, we were like, we're not going to send them in pajamas because like, whatever. So she actually ends up being the one to come to drop off, even though she said that her brother was going to be there. And I mean, the kids are, they've been fed, they've been bathed, their hair is braided, they're strapped into car seats, like we're ready to rock. And she rolls up and she's like pissed off, like already mad. And she gets out and she tells Travis, why is it such an issue for you guys to just put the kids in pajamas? 
Why have them take a bath and send them back in the same clothes? <laughs> You're just asking a lot. Uh, so he's like, what? Like, why? So, like, you're throwing a fit when they're not being sent back in the same clothes, and now you're throwing a fit when they are being sent back in the same clothes. I don't know how to avoid this conflict. Like, this, like, specific conflict, we lose every time, and I cannot figure out, like, why? Like, how, how are we still in trouble for doing yeah. what we were told to do? I feel this way all the time talking to women. <laughs> right? So she tells him, she like rolls her eyes and she's like, that's different. You know what I mean? Like, no, obviously I don't know what you mean because like we're damned either way. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> so we, I mean, they, she got back her clothes that they were in there. I mean, I, we could beat this horse to death, but I seriously feel like at the at some point we have to just like stop swinging just stop just so i mean i wish i could enter like emojis into all of this because like i don't have any way to make it known how many times i have to roll my eyes or actually spare everybody from seeing how many times i roll my eyes (laughs) but whatever so I actually, oh, oh, this is a big, long one. Okay, so we're just going to pick out a few bits and pieces of this. So I wrote a long, long, long email to Carly. Holy and I actually, fuck. dude, I know. So we're just going to actually pick out bits and pieces. <clears throat> but I actually ended up sending it over Facebook Messenger. And I, I included all of these in here. So yo, this that is, everybody this can is like, see. <laughs> yo, this is like oh. a freaking novel. <laughs> oh my god. If someone sent me this, I <laughs> I would I don't even know what I would do. You'd sit down and read it. This is I don't everything. know if I'd have time in a day. No, I mean you'd have to break <laughs> it up into like Three to five business days for sure. Yeah, I hope you weren't expecting a quick response. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. Okay, so bear with me. Okay, it's everything I've been wanting to say and wanting to clarify and like needing to get off my chest. This is, we're talking like a year's worth of my personal fine print. So, so much. I mean, it's like set what seventeen screenshots. So we're not going to obviously like read through all of this because it's just. I just wanted Carly to know that I felt like she was being emotionally abusive, unfair. That we are trying to co-parent effectively. That I was done with the drama. I was sick of the lies and the manipulations, and that like I wanted to get everything out there. Obviously, because this just goes on and on. So I'll pick out I'll pick out one sentence and then you can go to the next screenshot and pick out another <laughs> random sentence. And we'll do that. We'll do it 17 times. So we'll do oh 17 sentences. Okay. <laughs> some of what I have to say is not very nice. It sounds incredibly blunt and straightforward. And some of what I say just needs to be freaking stated out loud. 
Okay, now you go. <laughs> that was a no. sentence I picked. That one. No! <laughs> <laughs> I guess the next part is most will make you angry, but the truth hurts, baby. <laughs> the truth hurts, baby. This is my heart to yours. Oh, All right. Man. Go down to the next full screenshot and pick out a random Jesus. sentence. Jesus. I, I, I can't read that quick. Give me a second. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to read all of it. We don't have three to five business days. Oh man, I don't even know. I. <laughs> oh, these are these are long sentences. It's taking longer the more you sit there and read it. Why don't you just pick it. one? Just pick one. <laughs> When you think about all these people that get caught having year-long affairs on their partners, I think to myself, why didn't you just leave if you weren't happy and be honest and give your partner that you're cheating on a fair shot with someone else who might be the actual one for them? And Travis did leave before there was any cheating. In your eyes, you're hurt and betrayed because of how fast-paced it all took place and how his switch-off was easy for him but wasn't easy for you, and I actually do understand that. Okay, next screenshot. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that had way more power than what I, what I would I read it. And you did great. And nobody on Travis and my side will tell you different. Nobody is trying to cut you out, replace you, or take over the, your spot in their lives. You will always be their mother no matter what I do or don't do, no matter what Travis does or doesn't do, and no matter what you do or don't do, your mom. Okay, next screenshot. The court doesn't recognize that, so he will be paying you twice, which isn't fair. And that's why there's tension right now, because of how much money we're, you're trying to get out of him. Whether or not you personally did this, that's what's happening. Next screenshot. I know that sounds harsh, and you might not care what I have to say about it, but I live in a household with Travis that has a budget that we work together to make ends meet. And all of this affects me as well, and that's why I have a right to say something. Next one. Um, maybe you are still in love with him. Maybe you aren't. But regardless of how you feel, Travis and I will be together for the long haul. And I refuse to allow you to become a permanent fixture in my relationship. Your children are the permanent fixture in our relationship. Damn. But you need to back off and butt out when it comes to my relationship and my household. um next one uh and when you undermine our decision and tell us that's stupid or that we aren't collaborating it's frustrating because that is our decision in our household not yours uh every other night they get a bath and both of their hair is done nicely. The more we keep their hair in a braid and out of the fa- their face nicely up and back, the less hassle it is to untangle her dreadlocks in the bath. Wait, one of so those t- dreadlocks? What? Oh, Lexi usually comes in- to our house in dreadlocks because her hair hasn't been brushed. Oh, oh that kind of dreadlocks. Not like Rastafarian. No, not on purpose. Um, 
you get to make all the rules of your household. You get to the, raise them however you want, and you are always obligated to protect your kids from danger. And the same goes for Travis's household. We will never do anything ever that would not be in the best interest of those little girls ever. I don't care if you're mad at me and we are bitching back and forth. I hate you. You hate me. Blah, blah, blah. Because when those kids walk through my door, I'm all about them. Um, let's see. Um, like when you wanted to privately talk with Travis and he said no and you wouldn't let him pick up the kids from daycare for a week. Or when you wanted to come out to our house to see Lauren and he said no and you took her the next day instead of sticking to the plan and having us have her because there was no daycare. I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm trying to show you what you do and how it affects us. Because I don't think you realize the damage you're causing. And I'm not sure anyone has told you up front that you can't use your kids as weapons against Travis. Damn, you're just going in on this girl. You seem to have these power trips and guidelines for him slash us to follow and rules saying you don't pay for shit or you until you grow up and talk to me privately, you can't see your kids. But let's be honest, Travis paid for shit for four years when you were and weren't together. It's a constant battle of authority between everyone and nobody should have the entire amount of authority. Those people are called judges and God. We should work together to meet halfway and compromise. Next one. <laughs> we are always getting, we're always up to getting the girls when we aren't busy on your days. But the thing is, we aren't the convenient safety net either. When we arrange our whole trip to be back to watch Lauren since there's no daycare and then you get upset and take her and then the next day your babysitter is sick and you need someone at 7.30 a.m., that is the definition of convenient. Next one. I think a lot of what you do and don't, a lot of what you do and say, you don't even realize the impact. You don't understand the damage you cause us when you don't let Travis have the girls. You don't understand the damage it causes us when you call us names like, hey, cunt, piece of shit, etc. At no point do we ever call you a cunt, a dick, a piece of shit, etc. The name calling is one-sided, and we don't ever keep the kids after Travis's weekend with them and withhold them from you. Next one. You also told her to go to counseling. Oh, I didn't even read further. Where is it? I'm just trying read to it if you're right there. It's all good. You read listen. it. I, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, almost, I almost think counseling for us would all be beneficial. That's all I'm saying. Oh, we could all sit down with a third-party observer. A fourth party, actually. Technically. <laughs> about people in the room, yes. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Travis is a great dad. He's trying to balance a lot. He drives to town to get the girls two times a week, then drives three quarters of the way back to town to drop them off. He takes them extra when you're in Denver or at concerts or meetings or funerals. He pays half of daycare and whatever else you need. He spends hours on the floor playing games with the kids and runs around like crazy to make sure everybody's happy all the time. And you need to recognize that and not say hurtful things when you're angry about him being a good father. Let's see. Oh, my Not... God. <laughs> We're almost down to the bottom. Shelf. No, I'm just, I'm reading my ear. <laughs> <laughs> if you catch something good, just spit it out. <laughs> I'm just like, yo. <laughs> Not everything uh, 
he decides affects you, but it crosses over when it comes to the kids. I'm not saying I expect to be the one to make the decisions, but when things are asked and run by Travis, they're run by me too. It usually imp- directly impacts our plans, our schedules, our weekends, and our household. Um, we can't survive with the child support amount you want. We can't survive with the back su- support amount you want. We are just supposed to be working together to provide for these kids, and it's so stressful and so much weight on our shoulders to even think about all the paperwork that wants to screw Travis. But I am sure that we all have the next 18 years of soccer games and proms together, and I want to make it the best I can. I don't want to look back on this time in my life and see that I was stressed and upset and distraught for years. Yo, by this time, (laughs) I doubt she's even reading this. Uh, this is like day four she's like i'm not even done (laughs) thanks for reading and if you choose to reply i would appreciate your thoughts and opinions and comments and if you choose not to reply no offense taken here i just wanted to lay our side out plain and simple so you could see it all and she responded (laughs) (laughs) yo all right you sent so Seven. much. 17 screenshots. That's how long this is. Okay. And she replies. <laughs> she goes, You can stop. I actually don't really care for what you have to say. <laughs> yeah, she stopped reading that halfway through. Not even halfway through. So then I respond back and I say, Maybe there will be a time when you do. So it's there for whenever you want, I guess. I'm trying to reach out and help our future and make amends and say sorry and act like adults and not do any more catty bullshit, but whatever balls in your court. Now do what you will with it. Hello. There you are. Oh my God. That was super bizarre. I can hear you perfectly. Really? Yeah. No. I just couldn't. My mic like went out. I don't know. Okay. What I asked so, was, how much do you think Carly hated you more? Ooh. After you sent that. Do you feel like she actually read that, though? Like, whether she read it at the time, like, I mean, she does obviously read the blog because I get hate mail all the time. But do you feel like she, like, read any part of this, like, in a whole context or just, like, the first? She read enough. To get pissed off and tell you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and we ended up with over $46,000 in back support to Carly. So, there's a piece in here that I obviously hadn't touched on because if you were reading the blog, like the piece in the blog. And the screenshot that I sent her said that we were going to end up with 8800 in back support. Mm. But we did. We ended up with $46,000 in back support. And child support did not deduct anything. Like, medical bills didn't deduct anything. Anything given to Carly during that time. Like, no. So, basically, like, that had come up in there where I was like, 
yo, we can't afford eight grand, which yeah, was what the hell? ironic because we ended up with four times that. But yeah, and well, you what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was doing, doing the math, math in my head. Oh, is yeah, four times eight is thirty-two. Yeah. Plus eight is all right. Well, five. It's, it's all, all it's all good. good. Just keep moving, girl. Oh, damn. Go, 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 go. All right. So, what could <laughs> I? What would I do if I could go back and do something different, anything different? So, the easiest answer ever. Stop. Like, just stop. Yeah, I am glad that I sent that, and I, I feel like it was a bunch of shit like that was cluttered in my heart that just needed to be said. But just stop. Like, you cannot rationally communicate with someone like this, and in six years, nothing has changed. Like, we have all grown up. We've all had more life experience. You know, and yeah, we're not the same people that we were in 2016 to an extent. But Carly is the kind of person who listens just long enough to respond to you. While Travis and I are the kind of people that listen to what you're saying in order to hear what you're saying. And those are two very different things. It took me a long time to recognize that difference. So just stop. Just please stop, please. For the love of God, Carly will always be the victim in her own delusion. You know, there's no amount of explanation or pleading that will ever change her mind. We are 100% the villains in her story. And she ha- she'll never admit that she was wrong in any of these aspects. She's never apologized to me. And she doesn't care that she's financially drained us beyond repair. It just... I mean, the rest of the world lives in a snow globe and Carly's on the outside of it and she just picks it up whenever she wants and she shakes it just for the fuck of it. And I mean, it's, we'll never be on the same page as somebody who does that. So you sound a little jaded. Am I? Maybe. (laughs) It's just the realization that just kind of like dawns on you when you just kind of, I don't know, like you just, you realize like you, you just can't argue with a fool, you know, you just can't. And that's kind of how I have to view this whole thing. And I don't think she's a fool, like just outright, but that saying kind of applies here. Oh, she's smart. I agree. I agree. So, um, We wanted our lives to be, you know, better. We wanted, oh, I put, we wanted our lives to be without her constantly burying IEDs and calling us into dark rooms to see if we could make it through her landmine without blowing up. (laughs) So that must be how I felt about it right then. But I mean, I can't wait for that point in my marriage when I'm not paying for her house on top of my house. I can't wait for that point in my relationship with the kids to not be, you know, like in this court ordered schedule that right. fits, 
you know, in this nice little Jenga, you know, Tetris type. I just, there's so much that surrounds this that's like so many stipulations. I just can't wait until, especially the finance end, like doesn't just drain us to the point that it's a main stressor. Right. So we get to April. Uh, We had the girls. And Carly asked if she could come get them early because she had a friend's funeral service. So Travis was like, oh, like, okay, what time is the funeral? And she said, I'm not sure yet. So then Travis was like, okay, you're going to come get the kids early for a funeral service that you don't know what time it is. Like, there's no reason because the kids shouldn't, they already should not be at a funeral service. Yeah, are the kids going to the service? I don't know. So, that initially, we didn't know that that was what she was asking. And she agreed. She was like, yeah, the kids shouldn't go to the funeral service. So, she lined somebody up to watch them while she was at the funeral. So, Travis is like, they're already here. Like, you you can go to the funeral, and they will still be here. Like, it's April 3rd, 2016, and I will tell you, that is a Sunday, which is Travis's day, which is a part of Travis's normal weekend. Why can't we just keep the kids? Like, I, but she wanted to come get them early to hang out with them, and then drop them off at a babysitter's while she was at the funeral, and then pick them up later. I'm like, you're stacking those Jenga blocks into a wood chipper. That doesn't even fucking make sense. I'm writing so, it down. Ooh, which one? Did I have a good stacking one Stacking Jenga blocks into a wood chipper. Ooh. Hold on to that one. So, if I remember right, we did end up keeping the kids. Well, on good. his on his own day. Like, we were allowed. Yay! Thank God we were allowed to keep the girls on Travis's day. So, the next day, she texted him pretty late. Let's see. It says around 10. And said, oh, pretty late in the morning. So, it's morning, 10 a.m. That she had had to stay home with Lauren because the ransom daycare. So, Gail. <laughs> Gail was she must have had, like, another side hustle that takes precedence on that day. I don't know. So, Travis texted her back, and he's like, you should have just asked me or Laura, or Eleanor to take Lauren. Like, if you, like, you, if you don't want to miss work, we're already here. Like, we can take the kids. That makes sense. Whatever. So, the next day, Travis comes in. You know, he's like, hey, I'm going to go get groceries. I'll give you a 10-minute heads up. And she lets him know that she's home with them again because she had taken the next day off work, too. So from what I read, like, in the journal for screenshots and stuff, he had, like, basically there was, like, two days here that she had just taken off work but didn't communicate to Travis that that the girls, like, that she wanted help or whatever. So she was, like, missing work. And now it's run into a day that actually is already Travis's day. Like he could have just come into town earlier and gotten them earlier. 
And then she could have gone to work, which would have made sense, in my opinion, I guess. <laughs> so he gives her a so heads she up. Just took two days off work. Because there was because Gail was sick. Yeah. Oh, because okay. Gail was sick. Gail was ooh, did I say the kids were sick? Either way, somebody's fucking sick and she can't go to work. But the point being, Travis and I like could have come and taken the girls or right. Lauren. And so it was like, well, why are you calling in sick? And so, whatever. So, Travis gives her a heads up. He says, okay, 10 minutes out. Like, I got the groceries. I'm coming to the house to pick up the kids. And she sends him a picture of the house destroyed. And her text underneath says, I'm having to bribe them to go with you today. What? Right. I mean, that's what every parent, like, just dies to hear. Like, of course, I I love knowing that my kids, you know, they're having fun where they're at and they don't want to go with me. So he's outside for, like, 12 minutes and then she texts him and she's like, come on inside. He's like, not today, Satan, not today. <laughs> like, <laughs> if we're being honest, like, there's been so much dishonest like malicious behavior up to this point like you just can't invite opportunity for chaos right into your lap anymore like no i'm sorry but no so the kids come out away travis goes the next day travis gets a text from carly she got fired from the bank so that's what i was gonna ask like do you think she got fired first of all so well, you know, he's at first he's like, uh, you know, what did you do? What is like, why? And yeah. she goes, I didn't have anyone to watch Lauren on Tuesday and the bank had to let me go because I've been missing too much work for sick kids. So that's your fucking problem. Right. Like, what Travis the is, what the fuck? Travis is like. I told you, you should have asked us to take Lauren. And she goes, I never know if I can ask you because you guys work too. Well, I mean, that's absolutely fucking hilarious because the rest of the time she's demanding us around like we have a fucking No, she leash. did something else. She was doing something else. There's... I mean, we already take the kids so much extra on her days, and there's already so much juggling going on at 7 a.m. half the time that it's, like, it's really hard to believe that, like, she just didn't feel like she could ask us to come get the kids. It's bullshit. I feel like it's bullshit. That's bullshit. I mean, if anything, history would tell you that we've been the ones to be, you know, at her beck and call for all of her schedule changes and conveniences. Like if anything shows you that it's the fact that we've literally already been doing this. Yeah. I feel like if you talk to the bank, they'd be like, no, nah, yeah. I don't know. What right? happened, dog. So whatever. So she lets him know basically, you know, Hey, I'm fired now. Like I don't have a job. So the next time you come get the kids, like I'll be home. I won't, like, that's where the kids will be. They, they won't be in daycare with Gail. So. And she apparently felt like this was a really good time to remind Travis again that she had nothing. 
because he backed out of giving her Lexi's bed, and now she didn't know what she was going to do. You had nothing because you didn't want to work. Oh, my God. And, I mean, the pretty simple fact is that that gun that she took, I mean, how many times have we beat that to death where he's just said, give me the gun back, I'll give you the bed, I'll give you the dog, I'll give you whatever you fucking want. Give me the gun back, and you can take whatever other furniture. Like, I don't know. What did she get the gun for? Oh, she left it at a friend's house, and her friend's had it for the last five years. She doesn't even shoot it or have it or anything. It's just bouncing around with this other girl that, I mean, and nobody cares. What's her fake name? Mary. Mm. Oh, my God. Sure, it can be Mary. (laughs) No, it's like Jessica. Ooh. Spicy. Jesse's got a gun. Ooh, spicier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but whatever. I mean, it felt like she was like always coming in to slide in, like with one of these jabs, you know, and claiming that like she didn't have anything. But like there were all these opportunities for her to have gotten the things that she's asked for back, but she had money. To go to Denver and, like, I mean, she's living with her parents for free still at this point. Like, all you needed to do was bring back the gun. And I don't know how much clearer I could possibly be. But somehow that is still Travis's fault because he left her with nothing. It was also his fault that she got fired. Right. Because she had naturally. to stay on the kids. Right. Naturally. Thanks. They Thanks. just don't care about humans. So... This goes from April 9th into the 10th. So this extends over the course of a day. And about 8 p.m., Travis tries video calling the girls. And the call rang through all the way to voicemail. So then he sent Carly a text. And he was just like, hey, you know, it's 8 o'clock. Can I just talk to the kids for a minute before bed? And at the time, obviously, he had an iPhone. She had an iPhone. So you can see, like, when the messages are delivered and read because it's fucking says that right there on there but he didn't hear anything back so he tries calling again a little bit later but the call went straight to voicemail at that point so he was like okay well that's weird you know like she read the message like and then she turned her phone off that's odd behavior so like hours go by and he still doesn't hear anything and he calls mark and he's like hey you know, it's like 10 p.m. Like, do you know where the kids are? And they're not home. Like, Carly, like, Mark's living there, too. Mark's like, no, Carly's not here. The kids aren't here. Like, so Travis is like, what the fuck? Where are the kids? And so that, and then it left off there because it was already late at night. And so he was kind of like, I mean, honestly, just like a little sketched out, like, what the hell is going on? But, like, not knowing where your kids are, in general, principle, I guess, is just kind of, like, a frightening concept. So, he, she texts him the next morning. And she said, we were at a friend's house watching the game and the phone died. And then you can read that one if you want, if you're there. I am here. Thank you. Your phone rang up to 830 because it rang all the way through and your phone received texts. I know you weren't at home at 10 last night, so that means the kids were in bed, and I had been trying to call Lexi for an hour, and nobody knows where my kids are. 
and it takes you till after 10 this morning to get back to me. Go ahead and let you talk to Lexi on a set night. Saturday night. Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. On a Saturday night and ignored you while my phone was clearly on, you would have flipped out. But since it's you who did it, it's no big deal. So then she says, I lost my phone, Travis. That's not what happened. I, you said I could died. not have. Like, right. Right. So you see that like within one screenshot of a frame, we'll play the game. Can you spot the difference? Because you just said my phone died. And then one text later, you said, I lost my phone. And she follows it up with, I could have not let you know. Like, because you're being a bitch. Like, yeah, why would you say that? That's just rude. <laughs> that's just mean. And also, like, you clearly just didn't want to talk to Travis. You were doing something. I don't know which friend's house you were at, but you were doing something. You didn't want to talk to Travis. Which so. is, I mean, I'm. That's fine. Like, but we on the other side. Don't try, like he said, to call my house when I'm with friends and the kids, and I ignore your shit, and you flip the fuck out. Right. Because there's that double standard right there. Because if this would have really happened the other way around, she would have already been at that friend's house somehow. Right. I mean, how many times have we heard, you know, like, I'll just come get the kids now, or I'll have my dad come get the kids, or I'll have my brother come get the kids, and it's like, whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of just like, I don't know. It's just common courtesy that you know where your kids are, I guess. Like, I felt like that was something that should have, like, gone without saying, but apparently, like, it It needs to be said. Yeah, I felt like it was weird, too. So, going forward, things kind of settle down for, like, a week. Um, Carly starts working as a farmhand for one of Travis's dad's previous hired farmers. What does uh, a farmhand do exactly? So depending on the season, like you're in any type of equipment at any given time, like in a tractor, in a field, doing something to the field. Okay. So... Because she All lost her job. Like so. her using a pitchfork on hay. And not that kind of farm. There's no animals here. There's grain. We're a grain farm. Well, not. Mm. Yeah, we are. But. Anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. So now she's like freely giving Travis like all of his time back. Like nobody's had to beg for anything. Like the schedule's working. Like, communication super fluid because there's, like, a whole millisecond without any drama. And she's apparently around the area more because she's a farmhand. And, I mean, I it was helpful for, like, the seven seconds that this was her reality. And I kept thinking, well, maybe things are going to go smoother. But do they? Have we'll they find have. out. Have they? So... On April 18th, Carly asked if Travis could get the girls tomorrow since it was Tuesday. So Travis told her, like, I won't know exactly what time that I'll be able to pick them up. Because remember, they're, like, not in daycare at this point. So she's trying, like, it's trying to go back and forth, like, parent to parent. Like, there's really no in-between person. Because she's not working a full-time job. So therefore, daycare was unnecessary at this point in time. 
So he says, yeah, like I'll take the kids on Tuesday, but I don't know what time I'll make it in there. The weather looks like it might be good. So we'll probably be working at this point in time. Cause we're at one of the busy seasons for farming. And <laughs> she just replies back to him. How about I just have them full time from now on? You know, I don't really like these threats she's saying. Cause last time she had them um, dehydration, blown appendix. What are you going to do with them full time? Yeah, I like, How? I like where How? you're going. How? How? But that's just uncalled for. I mean, and rude. And rude. So Tuesday comes and goes, and she ends up keeping the kids the whole day, and she wouldn't respond to any of Travis's texts. So he was like, you know, like here at the farm, <laughs> he was like texting her, like, okay, you know, I'm almost done. Can I come into town and get them? And like, she just wouldn't respond. So the next day, it's Wednesday. So Travis asks, can I keep the kids? Or can I, like, come get the kids and keep them overnight to make up for them for, like, missing Tuesday? And he's like, I'll come into town. Like, I'll pick them up. Like, there's no... And then I'll give them back on Thursday night like normal. She doesn't respond anything except for two pictures of the kids fishing. And in the background of this picture, there's a different person. There's, like, a guy in the background of the photo. Knew it. That was the night. Then they got home late. They were hanging out with that guy. That's what Ooh, she was talking to Travis. Interesting. Because Ooh, I... as soon as you told me she ignored his calls, didn't respond to any texts, then the next day said the phone died, then that she lost it, that's because she was hanging out with that guy. Oh, my Just God. Out. That's clear. Because I was going to ask when I was like, whoever she was hanging out with, shady, that's because... That is so interesting exactly that I, I never put that together. I literally oh, yeah. thought for some Imagine, reason that she was like with a big group, like no. over at somebody's house. Imagine if she would have FaceTime Lexi. Okay, yeah. And that guy was there. That makes sense, obviously. Boom. Oh my God. Okay. And apparently, this is by Randy. Like, where's no. Randy? Wait, have we named the new guy? No, he's only here for a second, so we don't Damn name it. him. So Steven. now, <laughs> so Wednesday now comes and goes, right? Because now Tuesday has come and gone, Wednesday has come and gone, and now she won't respond back to him. Except with the pictures. Except for the, yeah, the pictures like fishing and there's like this random guy in the background. So now here we are, we get to Thursday, and she texts. Travis first and she says, don't forget to get the kids by three. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> get fucked. Just fuck off. <laughs> fuck like, you. Well, you're like, oh, okay. I thought you had them like, full time. Yeah. Oh my God. So it's like <sighs> the same kids we've been trying to get for two days. Like, whatever. So, whatever. He, he obviously goes and gets the kids. Um, we had, um, like the back and forth was going a little bit smoother because she actually was already like out here. So getting her to like do her own exchange, like drive time for like travel stuff going on during this time, like she was actually doing it because she was out here already working as a farmhand or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 
just take your cautious steps. There's still IEDs around here somewhere. So I think it's fucked up that this new boyfriend's getting to hang out with the kids. I'm still not I'm still not happy with this new guy. Right. But I and freely too. I mean it's and even the last one, Randy, I mean, that was kind of like the same thing too, you know, when we called over Christmas, you know, last year in twenty fifteen and he was there. And it was I don't just kind of like, like Randy. I'm just saying. Actually, I don't, yeah, I don't have any opinion about his, like, you know, him personally, but just, like, the, the scenario of, like, hanging out with the kids without, like, any communication after everything I had to go through to hang out with the kids, it kind of felt like a slap in the face. So, I, I mean, obviously, stuff didn't pan out with uh, Randy. So, we were actually at Buffalo Wild Wings with our mutual friend Stacy. Is a guy. Knew I had to ask. I know. So we were out to eat with Stacy and we asked if we could come pick up the girls again because we were already in town and we were like hanging out. So she says, Yeah. So we show up to go get the kids and she's standing outside with this guy that was in the picture from like two days ago. Is he big? Yeah, he's kind of a bigger guy. It's and like bow up on Travis? Mate, no, I don't. I mean, he hung back. It wasn't like he was confrontational at all. But he didn't introduce himself either. And she didn't introduce them to each other. Unless, I don't, maybe Travis knew who he was. Because it's kind of uh. a smaller town. So, we like load up the kids. And like, nobody says anything. And like, we drive away. And I'm like, ah, it was so weird. <laughs> So he, Travis texts her and he's like, can we, you know, we're almost done eating. Like, can we just keep the kids? Like, we'll bring them home with us. Can I have a little extra time? Like, I had missed so much time last week from like the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday ordeal. And she just says no. And so he's like, all right, whatever. So he comes back to Carly's parents and he drops off the kids. And they're like standing there and she goes well do you want to keep them tomorrow because you come into town to pick them up from daycare preschool tomorrow uh do you want to just keep them tomorrow overnight so like just to recap we cannot take them right now when we are physically in town have strapped them into the car seat but in 18 hours Travis can come back, pick them up, and then they can stay the night. Yeah, sounds great. Great. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> right. So I'm like, ah! Okay. So Travis and I talked about this a little bit on the way home. Like, that this was now, I mean, who's counting? But this is now the third guy she's been hanging out with around the kids who are obviously being exposed to. In the last eight-ish, sort of eight-ish months here. And I didn't talk about the first guy because that was, I think we might have touched on it for a second. But she was still living in this house when that guy was coming over. And Travis was living at the bunkhouse. And so there was, like, this one, like, fling, like, right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And then then there was Randy. And now Oop, there's, there's Ted, this. right? third guy. Ted was the questionable one. Oh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Ted. So, I mean, 
I don't know, like, she, I mean, later she talks about how, like, she defends how she's not dating these people, so, like, it doesn't, whatever. I feel like if you're romantically involved with them, like, it's the same concept as me dating Travis in the beginning. So, like, there was, like, all these, like, rules and limitations to everything, so I can't really understand how just because it's not labeled dating that it shouldn't qualify for, like, the same amount of respect, I guess. I mean, I was being called a cunt and screamed at, and Travis was losing parenting time over me being there. Like, but, like, here we are on guy number three, and nobody's, like, batting an eyelash. You know? You had one rule. You had one fucking rule. Put your shirt back on. Oh, my God. So that, I mean, that really bugged me from the beginning that that was kind of like the other double standard, but yeah, it's totally messed up at this point, you know, we were just like a thousand percent. I mean, I, I specifically was a thousand percent expected to like pay for stuff when it came to the girls. I was expected to take work off to watch the kids. I was expected, you know, how many times have we heard you have two means of income with Eleanor, you know, like all of this. I was just like expected to just like fit this scenario because it was beneficial for her to say that I was there until it came down to like the other aspect of the spectrum where it was like, you know, you're trying not to like step on people's toes, but at the same time, it's like, well, you can't say that, I'm paying for everything and I'm doing everything, but like, I don't have a say in anything. Yeah. So whatever, not the same standard. Nobody was being held to the same standard. We, you know, and we did not ever belittle or berate or slander like any of these people. Like we didn't have any freak outs, you know, (laughs) we weren't trying to have like a dictatorship over it at any point in time. So, there's you just have to figure it out on your own there's no at the end of the day it's like i have to deal with you you have to deal with me there's no lawyer that's going to hold our hand at drop off there's no sheriff that's going to come to make sure that we pick up the kids from daycare on the right days there's no judge that's going to hold her boyfriend's hand and be like do you understand what it means to be a stepfather you know like (laughs) you have to lay down these rules i know and overcome like all of the fear that we were living in out of like what she might do in retaliation, you know? So Travis let her know later that there was rain in the forecast for the next Wednesday and asked if we could pick up the kids from school, preschool and daycare Wednesday. And, you know, because they're like, when there's nice weather, we have to be in the tractors when there's poor weather and it's raining and it's, you know, blowing 60 miles an hour outside like you can't be in the tractors so that's the time that we were trying to like work it in to spend the most time with the kids when it was raining right and she just keeps saying no like nope sorry and i kind of felt salty about this because of the fact that however many times we had like jumped to all of her like schedule changes and done everything that she asked like there was just a few slight chances that we were like, hey, there's rain in the schedule. Can we please, you know, like work it around our stuff? And she would be like, no. And I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> so 
You know, I'm still waiting on that apology. God damn it. A couple days later, after being told no, apparently Carly picked up Lexi from preschool and getting McDonald's. And Carly told her, getting you tomorrow, have him buy you McDonald's. So Lexi, like in the back seat, was like, he doesn't take me to McDonald's because he doesn't love me. So whether or not that was like, I don't know if that was coaxed out of her. I don't know if that just like spilled out of her mouth. If that was like taken out of context, I have no idea. But here comes Carly and she's mad at Travis because Travis apparently won't take his kids to McDonald's. Which parents shouldn't take their kids to McDonald's. I, nobody should go to McDonald's. <laughs> so, I mean, she's four years old. Like, I can maybe see how, like, she associates, you know, like, favors or, like, you know, fun stuff with, like, love. And, you know, I mean, they're, they're kids. They don't know. But we just don't eat garbage food like that. So it was like, whatever. So Travis is like, no, I'll come get my kids tomorrow like normal. But like, we're not going to McDonald's. So she tells him now that he can come into town for his parenting time to visit the kids at her house. But since we won't take them to McDonald's to do like a one-on-one or like a date at McDonald's or whatever, like, she won't let him have his parenting time again. Oh, Over McDonald's. Stupid. Over McDonald's. That's fucking stupid. So, I know. It's like... What the fuck? So, all of this, like, plan changed again. <laughs> and it's like, what? I don't... I mean, we don't eat that kind of food. I don't know why that's even an argument. So, here comes April 30th. Carly texts Travis and let him know now that he could have his weekend back because she had to go shopping and like he could have his time back even though he had just lost his privilege because of the McDonald's thing like she was now like gracefully trying to like give it back because she now had another plan which was shopping so we rearranged our weekend again because we were going to work because she said that he couldn't have the kids and like she had to she was gonna go shopping okay so we go we pick up the kids at three o'clock and there was a huge issue over something i posted on facebook so i mean it's it's worth a colossal meltdown here do you see these texts yes okay so i posted a picture of the girls in the garden And my caption on it was something to the effect of we are so excited to have the girls home Um, after a quick outfit change and attention to their hair. We came out to the garden together. Look how beautiful my boyfriend's kids are or something like that. So she gets a screenshot of this specific Facebook post on my wall. And comes unhinged. And I'm pretty sure her exact words to Travis were, how dare you let your girlfriend talk about the mother of your children like that and call me a bad mom and you do nothing to stop her. 
And so, like, I never had mentioned her name on my wall. I never mentioned, like, anything about her being a bad mom. Like, whatever leap she had to take to get there, it was a very extended one. Because I just said that, like, we were excited to get the kids home. So I respond back to Carly on Travis's phone. And I said, you figure it out, Carly. Maybe just quit looking at our Facebooks and things wouldn't be misconstrued. I will post whatever I want, when I want, on my boyfriend's wall. Don't like it, don't care. That's why you're blocked. I don't need to explain anything to you. And if you're this upset over something that isn't even about you, multiple times this has happened, then maybe if the shoe fits because it could. Just go do your own thing and stop dragging yourself into everything I do. Sometimes I post stuff about politics, dogs, suicide, faith, funny, etc. That has nothing to do with my current life situation, but like to read or laugh at. You post plenty of, quote, my ex sleeps with everyone sort of thing, crap all day. Uh, and we get screenshots about your shit too, but do we ever freak out over any of it? No, because we're too busy living our own life to have a problem with about what you post on your wall that I'm blocked from that may or may not apply to me. Who cares? Nobody belittles you ever. Nobody talks shit and nobody says boo about you, girl. We busy doing us now. Get busy doing you, please. And she responds. I have to speak for your boyfriend. Typical Travis. No backbone. <laughs> That's fucked. I mean, was I harsh? Yes. I feel yeah. like I was harsh. But it was so like... When you have to go out of your way to make yourself mad about something that may or may not apply to you, like, I'm so fucking over it at this point. Like, I can't even roll my eyes far enough into my head to explain how over it I am. I just so, can't what? believe how patient and level-headed Travis is. Yeah. And he really is. I mean... There's a lot of times, like, he probably has diffused so much of, like, the chaos between Carly and I because he simply just doesn't reply to her. So, I'm just I impressed. Mean, honestly, yeah, me too. I'm still impressed with him because it's... He's got a big heart and he feels stuff, you know, and it's just... It's good that stuff like this hasn't made him, like, go numb, you know? Yeah. I'm fucked up. I'm totally fucked up over it, but <laughs> at least he's okay. Yeah, you're fine. Um, all right, so there we go. That was the end of the dramatic reading of Chapter 4. How many red flags did we get? Nine. Oh, my God, what are they? Um, I'm, I'm still... I don't know. It could be ten. But, Ooh, a debatable red flag. Uh, the first one was the babysit comment. Just to get under someone's skin. Yep. Like, fuck off. Uh, taking pictures instead of helping your daughter. <laughs> oh, for the appendix thing? Or yeah. the dehydration? Yeah. Um, the outburst about not being allowed in a house you don't own. Like, Yeah, that's true. You don't yep. own the house. The fuck are you? Um, the way she just neglects to do her daily stuff and thinks others can do it 
just on a whim, like the check. That's yeah. huge red flag. Uh, the issue with the clothes. Yeah. You're just finding nitpicky little things yeah. that you want to be mad about, and then you contradict yourself, and you're like, <laughs> "It's different. oh, never mind." Yeah, you knew what I meant. <laughs> uh, fired from the bank. I don't know. I don't know. red flag. Ooh. This is my questionable one. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I just feel like you've got yourself fired from the bank. Easy. Like you did something that was. The bank was like, nah, fuck you. Like, you're being right. selfish or something like that. There's, there, there's way more to that story. Okay. Because uh, I work, I, like, manage people, and they always are like, I got fired for this reason. And I'm like, no, you got fired for multiple reasons that you neglected to tell anyone about. So Right. You just picked out, like, the least right. amount. The, yeah. The one where you, it seems the ridiculous dramatic. that you got fired for that. Right. Uh, right, right. The shitty phone business. And, like, the guy with the girl, like, the third oh. guy. Yeah. And, like, I lost it. I lost uh, my phone. It died. Oh, wait, it's it just, died. Um, full, the, I guess we'll go full time to get the kids by three. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, McDonald's is just, that was just stupid. Like, it was I took your so privileges for, for McDonald's. Stupid. Like, don't tell me how to parent my kids. Oh. Like, well, on your time, you can take a McDonald's, and on my time, they'll eat Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, the, like, let's let, I mean, we're all guilty of it, but let's let our friend screenshot something to us so we can freak out. Uh, some attention to their hair. You're a bad mother. Get over yourself. You know, that's not what it said. Shut the fuck up. That's a You're just letting yourself get yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you made yourself mad on purpose. And then... Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I can't help you with that. That's that's the personal issue. And then the two... There's only two words and sayings this time. Oh. Of course, stacking Jenga blocks into a wood chipper is just... Mm-hmm. What a quote. What, what a quote. quote. What um, a quote. And then fix it, Felix. Is that the cat? No! Like... What the fuck is fixing Felix? Okay, all right. So I know you're talking about Felix the cat, but there's this character on Wreck It Ralph. It's a movie. I know what Wreck It Ralph is. Okay, so it's like based on the video game. Yeah, Have you okay, seen the so movie? Okay, so fix it, it Felix. Felix the shadow guy, like the little. No, he's the one with the little hammer, and he goes around behind Wreck It Ralph, and he fixes everything that Ralph wrecks. I'm looking it up right now. And oh, he's... is he like the main character? Other no, than well, Ralph? Well, one of them. Yeah. I've seen as I've seen this little dude before. I didn't know that he was uh is a supporting so, character. Oh, it's in the yeah. sequel though. No, he's in the first one. Oh, oh he's in the I'm sorry. Time. I'm looking at Fix It Felix Jr. <laughs> oh what was I thinking? Okay, cool. Fix and Felix. Not not uh not a northern thing, just something I'm stupid about. <laughs> Got it. That is funny. I didn't even think about it. I just think uh, people know. But... I do watch a lot of stuff. I guess Wreck It Ralph just got by me. I'm gonna have to watch No, it I mean I must 
speak in mostly like children's movies. <laughs> but I mean, you have to think about it too. Like, there's people who listen from you know the UK or Australia or New Guinea. Like, I I don't know what you watch in other countries either. So that maybe these kind of things like help clarify when I say stuff like that because I assume these little characters are in everybody's heads, but maybe it's just my head. I didn't know but. if Fix It Felix was like a child story time thing or I don't know. Of course it's Wreck It Ralph. Of course it's Wreck It Ralph. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that's all, right. all I got. Anything else? Good? Done? Oh, good. All right. Make sure you reach out to Keegan specifically because I am so <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let us know what you think, what you want to know, ask questions. If you're blocked from me, you're probably not blocked from Keegan. Hit us up. Touch base. Tell us how great we're doing. You don't have to. Or you can leave us alone, if too. You're blocked. I mean... If you're blocked, you don't have to. Everyone else, you're cool. <sighs> True that. Just don't feel All obligated. Right. Don't feel obligated ever, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, we'll have now, what, chapter five next time? Yep, episode six, chapter five. Episode six, chapter five next week. All right, thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you.